0: I've never been a big soccer fan. I have always been a huge Cincinnati fan. Cincinnati fan.
1: What's up world? You already know it's your boy Sway from MTV News. The nonstop USL destruction tour rolls right along and we are back. For games 20 and 21, episode 22 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Radio. We are the gift. gift. My name is Jonah, the idiot behind Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter. Follow us now. Follow us forever. Joining me in the same studio where Bruce Springsteen recorded Born to Run is Pat Brennan's brother from another mother. That's right. It's Zach. Hi. Hello. Joining us through the miracle of technology, showing up Saturday night so prepared he had an extra poncho just to sit on, it's Nick from Soccer. Holler at your boy. Yep, that's how he talks. Currently, finishing (laughs) up his very brief vacation from the podcast, set to rejoin us very soon with earthquake-level takes is Zach's friend Chad. Chad is on vacation Mm. now. We've got an excuse. I'll be on vacation for the next home game against Nashville, but you know what? I'm going to figure out a way. I'm going to figure out a way. Um, This week, we get to talk about another two victories, a 2-0 thrashing Thrashing. over the Charlotte Independents, and the 2-1 annihilation Annihilation. against the Red Bulls, too. We'll have all the comprehensive next-level analysis you've come to expect, and more after the recaps, we'll hit you with the SMASH! And there's some hilarious ones to touch on. Uh, we'll pick our... MAN!
0: Man. We'll
1: dip into the players' personal lives with FCC players. They're just, just like, like us! Then we'll throw everything left into a delicious stew we call... potpourri. And for anyone who listened to our entire One Last Thought from last week's episode, you already know you get a VIP table in the John Hart Cave, Cave of Wonders! wonders um probably enough shitting talk to last a lifetime nick
0: question for you what are you most amped to talk about this week oh boy uh let's go with um probably oh boy this is not a good answer Uh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe patty barrett barreling over the keeper after he scored that got me pretty excited
2: okay hey zach what are you hyped on I'm hyped on uh, Nozmi's Harry Potter trivia win Oh we'll
1: touch on that uh, This week and every week KLR is brought to you by Speedway. Speedway Home of the speedy freeze Whose price doesn't ever change But they keep it Adorably up on the Light up gas price sign A beacon of hope Guiding you towards it After a hot FCC game Or a wildly wet FCC game Nothing helps even that victory high, quite like a Speedway speedy freeze. So pick one up today, along with all that other shit they have in there, Speedway!
2: Yeah, if I could just jump in right here. Okay, um, go ahead. <clears throat> I brought my three-year-old to the game last night, because, you know, I had to. Um, he wanted to leave at halftime, we were soaking wet, really cold, so what do we do? Went got a speedy freeze, popped <laughs> into the microwave, sipped on it, nice and hot mug of hot speedy freeze.
1: It's like chicken soup for the soul Hot speedy freeze Yep folks you it here first It's like melted candy Nick talk to me about hot speedy freezes
0: I'm <laughs> sipping on one right now As we speak
1: Yeah Nick's got, burning a little, my tongue. He's got a sore throat And doctor's orders Hot speedy freeze Goes down smooth You know what else goes down smooth A cold one Oh, room temperature, not bad either. Um, While we're on the topic of speedy freeze, let's just right off the jump mention, last year FCC got to 46 points after all 32 games. This year we've got 44 points in 21 games and I promise that's the last stat of the episode. Uh, let's get right into it. If you can remember, let's take the way, 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 way back machine to Wednesday for our first recap, yeah, recap. a two o Thrashing of the Charlotte Independence. Nick, don't want to put you on the spot, but do you know why they're called the Charlotte Independents?
0: I have no idea. Zach. Nor do I nor do I really care.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's where Independent Truck. The skateboarding company was founded in Charlotte. <laughs>
1: Wow, it was a question in search of an answer, because I don't know, so we'll have to go with Zach's. Big skateboarders in Charlotte, everybody knows that. As you probably know, and if you were at the game, you got Carl or blue pill of excitement when you heard that we smashed the USL midweek crowd record. It's the JFK assassination of our day. Where were you when you heard we broke the midweek crowd record? Yeah, we've got all the records, and uh, we have a soccer team too, but that's secondary to the records. We are also on national TV, ESPN 2, and uh you know, put on a decent performance. Welshman started up top, Ledesma, Bone, McLaughlin, Kenny Walker, Michael Lahood, and your usual back line. Goals came in the first half. A Ledesma corner led to a Decal Kanon goal after uh our man Force Lasso nearly put it in himself. In the 20th minute, a Kenny Walker free kick. I didn't stutter, a Kenny Walker free kick. Straight onto Lasso's head led to his first goal of the year. Like, I'm not the only one to say this, but I am the only one to say this. I thought Lasso was due. I always I wondered on the podcast, how does Lasso not have more headed goals? He's big and burly. It just seems like he'd get it on the end of one. And finally, he gets his first. Zach, how did it feel watching Lasso finally bury one?
2: Yeah, it felt good. I think we all were right there with you wondering, how's he not burying headers in every single game? He seems to... uh tower over just about everybody in the league um there you go Seems yeah I mean great.
1: he wins every header defensively so you'd think that could transfer nick don't want to call you out but you've been a lasso doubter since day one so how did that <laughs> how did that burn go down like a hot speedy freeze when you saw lasso get his first goal of the season <laughs>
0: <laughs> no yeah no, i, I uh, actually last night uh I, I turned to zach after lasso scored I said, you know, Jonah like was just alert. talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jenna was just talking about this. And uh no, I agree. i mean, in the preseason, like him and Keenan uh Kanon were uh scoring a lot of header goals, it seemed like, and I was thinking like these are these guys are gonna be a force to be like reckoned with. And uh then it kind of fell dormant and nothing really happened, and you said something on air and all of a sudden <laughs> they're scoring headers.
1: They're listeners. That mm-hmm. is guaranteed. Go ahead, Zach.
0: Yeah, they
2: were wasting their time being the most dominant center back pairing in the league. But yeah, it could have easily been two
1: lasso goals. But, you know, he'll settle for splitting it with his bash brother. So those two goals in the first half ended up being the only goals of the game. You know, second half was kind of boring. But, you know, we did what amazing teams do. And we, uh, we took care of business. Some things I noticed about Charlotte, I don't know if you guys noticed. They had the, the height of an MPSL team. Nick, did you notice how um, tiny and adorable the Charlotte uh, independent trucks were?
2: Is Nick gone?
1: <laughs> what? Were what, what, we you asking me something? Uh, yes. Glad you're paying attention. Yeah, Nick, I was asking you, uh, did you notice how short Charlotte was?
0: Yeah, yeah. That that was. It was pretty amazing how short they were. I was thinking about it a lot. <laughs>
1: Fuck you. Uh, You can't stop thinking about it. I noticed they had a tiny Luka Modric and a tiny Frankie Haydick. Yeah, Zach, what stood out to you most about tiny, tiny Charlotte? Anything? (laughs) No. Um, But the most memorable Mm -hmm. moment, uh, Emory Welshman, strong Emory Welshman, was getting uh, attacked by tiny Frankie Haydick or tiny Modric. I don't remember. (laughs) It's so hard to keep track. He was tiny, folks. Tiny man was clipping at his heels, kicking him in the shin. And Welshman kind of got just fed up and threw him down with his arm. He got called for a yellow. They both got yellows. After the game the next day, USL comes down with a three-game suspension. It was one of the more ludicrous ones to me that I've seen. What did it warrant to you? <laughs> was was the yellow enough?
2: Yeah, the yellow was definitely enough. And it's weird, too, when like we've been on the receiving end of we've all seen in Indy. That's the most violent foul I've seen in a long, long time. And I think he only got a one-match suspension. McKierney or whatever on Kenny Walker. So for this one to be three is just fucking absurd. I think if this pod existed last season, you would have heard us on the conspiracy theory train. Maybe. At least I was. The USL just annoyed with us for our MLS pursuit and is really just sticking it to us because they can. I know that sounds silly, but like, the way things were going last year. Like, I couldn't help but think that. And this is just another one of those. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah, in game
1: is one thing, but this is like you had a chance to look at it and um, give him one game because he threw him down. I still think that would be stupid. But to jump up straight to three games. Uh, Nick, you were saying the USL is racist. Do you want to defend that point? Because there's some good people uh, there.
0: Yeah, no, just check out my blog. I, I kind of elaborate <laughs> on a little bit. You know, I don't need to really bring that up here. No, but. Is it a co wife yeah, I mean,
1: blog like Thad's?
0: well uh, i don't want to say anything but yeah pretty much i pretty much copied what he's doing i thought you'd
1: been quiet on the thad front and now we understand why
0: well no i mean like Forrest lasso is a big dude and he got pushed basically through one of the advertising boards mm-hmm. and i don't know if anything ever, ever came of that do you guys know did that guy like see any suspension like no that that's going that's going down in like the McErney. uh foul that Zach mentioned that shit's happening but here we got something that's so lame like the guy's grabbing his face after getting pushed in his shoulders and like we're give, giving a guy a three game suspension like I I don't get it you know
2: Nick are you mixing up two different fouls He's just bringing them all home together
0: You know what I may I may I may be thinking <laughs> about the Blake Smith foul last night was that was that the one where we pushed the guy and the guy like grabbed yeah. his face yeah. yeah we'll see what <laughs>
1: happens with that tomorrow he could be out for the rest of the season after that <laughs> brutal brutalization
0: i do remember seeing the Walshman foul because i found out about three game suspension and i and i remember thinking you gotta be kidding me it was so fucking weak
1: you'd think the usl and fcc would be bffs for everything that we've done for the league which is you know bringing a lot more love a lot more exposure you know where would the NASL be if we took all our uh, FCC glory and we had put it with them? Would they? Would it be a flipped situation? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think. I think maybe it's possible. Wherever we were, I think we would have had the same outcome. But uh, yeah, we'll never know. But yeah, so another moment where the refs kind of screwed us. Ledesma scored. How do you pronounce it? An Olympico. Yeah, I'm 99% sure. Uh, But yeah, so Ledesma scores off a corner kick. There's a phantom foul called, and uh, I've seen that replay from three different angles. I've watched it dozens of times. The only thing that comes close to a foul is like Kanon or Lasso kind of like backing up gently into a defender. And you could literally call that any time there's a corner kick, and uh, they don't call that every time. But it just seemed harsh to take away such a glorious goal from Ledesma.
0: My first thought on that was like, Wow, man. Like the Charlotte players were so short that they couldn't even get to that ball and just like <laughs> bend in over their head.
2: <laughs> and Olympico is,
0: is right.
1: God, I'm glad we settled that. <laughs> but yeah, the other notable moment um, was pointed out to me. Uh, members of the PRID, PRID North, Diane Schlag, I saw, you could see him on the broadcast, serenading Ledesma's son with a rousing addition of Ledesma's son. One time makes it a tradition in my book. So after every game, you'll be... If you don't know Ledesma's son yet, you can find it on Twitter. Go back through my media, of the Knifeyland Radio tweets. Learn it, love it. Everyone will be singing it. You don't want to be left out. A glorious moment for all the fans. Uh, Nick, any final thoughts on that game that you barely remember?
0: Uh, let's see. They're short. We covered that. Um <laughs> No, no, I think I think uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Great to see our center backs scoring scoring goals. So it was great. Well, if you like that,
2: you'll love the next game. But Zach, any final thoughts?
1: What Charlotte,
0: ha- what happens?
1: No, <clears throat> oh, you'll see.
2: Uh, yeah, um, I thought Walker played really well. <clears throat> Not to get ahead, but both games he played really well. Kenny Walker, glad you've been listening to the pod. <laughs> been practicing a little harder. Really good. Good set pieces too. Everything. It's like the old Kenny was back.
1: The next game Saturday against Red Bulls two. Well, will not call the baby bulls two-one destruction. Not even close. Uh, five new starters from the Wednesday game, but none of them named Russell. Zach, how upset were you
2: on a scale of nine to ten? Not to see Cisabroni out there. I was real upset. I was more upset on Wednesday. I expected him Wednesday, and then uh, nope, no go. And then <laughs> Jimmy starts two games in a row instead. I Very. I don't
1: Interesting. Uh, yeah, with Welshman out, it was guaranteed Koenig would be up top. Danny Koenig. Danny Koenig. And he was. We had Ledesma, Nazmi, Jimmy, Kenny Walker, and Bone. And then in the back, Decal Kanon gets a break. Patty Barrett comes in, and Matt Boehner Bonner. Boner comes in for Justin Hoyt and slickback Spencer Ritchie, earning himself a spot in training, you know, having himself some moments. But much like the last game, two first half goals from FCC, both from the center backs. 17th minute, Forrest Lasso again. This guy can't stop scoring with another dance I didn't recognize. And then, big fan of the podcast, (laughs) Patty Barrett in the 35th minute off a beautiful free kick from Emmanuel Ledesma puts it home. Rebels would get one back and almost score several other times, but they didn't. Ended 2 1. The winning train continues. Zach, any big takeaways from that?
2: It was raining. It was raining. The game was a little... Rainy. Rainy. It lacked a lot of flow. Not really like a beautiful game, you know. But uh, Patty Bard's goal was maybe one of my favorites of the season just because the timing was so perfect and he was just full on sprint. Didn't have to slow down at all. It kind of looked like a
1: football play. If you were there, you were soaked and you know all about it. There's still lots of fans there, but yeah, it was uh, off and on torrential downpour and that definitely affected what we saw out there. And you couldn't really blame anyone for slipping, and sliding or... The the errant ball, the long through balls, but uh
2: I think they did make the announcement that we've broke the USL record for attendance in the rain.
1: (laughs) Just when you thought (laughs) we couldn't break (laughs) another record. Um Yeah, I got a lot of important stuff on my rundown here, uh, including wet jeans. I think that means my jeans got wet. Um (laughs) there was Jimmy had a disallowed goal in the second half, which would have been amazing and uh, would have helped him have, like, something to hold on to. Is they're like, hey, I scored here. Come on. Um, but they said he shoved him, but, you know, we know Jimmy wouldn't hurt a fly. Nick, what were your big takeaways from our 2-1 epic
0: beatdown? Down, down. Those set-piece goals were just awesome to watch, man. I mean, the corner, uh, which I believe Ledesma took to Lasso, I mean, that was textbook. Everything about it was perfect, like even Lasso heading the ball down into the ground. Just was flawless looking, and same with Barrett's goal. I mean— Ledesma's well, ball just like kind of like a line drive and like Zach said is he's like running like for like 30 yards or whatever to get to that end of that ball and just makes perfect connection and on top of all that destroys the keeper afterwards which is like total insult to injury or injury to insult however you want to look at it in that case um, <laughs> but I thought the game was like a typical game on turf where it's rainy it was kind of discombobulated because the ball's moving so fast but I did notice that after each goal, like it was kind of great. You could see FC Cincinnati getting all the players, were as soon as the whistle blew, they were like into it for the next five, 10 minutes, just playing their life dependent on it. But then that kind of subsided and, you know, kind of went back and forth. But yeah, great game. I thought Matt Boehner had a great game and Blake Smith, but uh, especially Boehner, I think that was. Probably his best performance for me all year. Yeah, a moment I
1: had forgotten about Lasso gave up that ball early on in the game that led to a breakaway. And Spencer Ritchie comes up with a huge save. Then he redeems himself by scoring that goal quickly after. And uh Patty Barrett gives up uh a free kick. He might have gotten a yellow card out of it. And then he goes down and scores a goal. So both of them kinda quickly atoned for the their sins in that game. And um but yeah, shout out to Spencer Ritchie. He made a big save. Um, and I think he blew the ball just high enough at the end of the game to have that one hit off the crossbar. <laughs> He's doing the little things you can't even notice. Air manipulation. Uh, but yeah, he had a good game, Zach.
2: So I, I went home at halftime, so I was listening to a broadcast on TV. Tommy G says that Spencer Ritchie won the start. So are they battling for every game? basically saying no Evan Newton wasn't taking a rest Spencer Ritchie has won the starting spot he's done nothing to lose his spot
1: if anything he I thought he had been solidifying it but you know I'm not afraid when Spencer Ritchie's in there now he seems like he's got no he he was
2: great last night obviously and the only goal was an own goal so it's kind of a freak I haven't watched the replay but I thought Patty's I thought that foul was soft too and I remember thinking man if they score off this free kick I'm gonna be pissed and they did but
1: a great moment for me watching this. Uh, last week, we talked about Kenny Walker and Ledesma's corner kick battles where is where just taking over and saying, no, I'm taking this. I don't care what you say. I'm just shoving him away. Last night, there was a perfect example of it. There was a corner kick that we won in the second half and I see Walker talking to coach Koch and Koch is giving him the play because I mean Koch is now like the free kick corner kick wizard with all these new plays he's telling him what to do and then you see Walker run to the corner but uh, Ledesma's already there he tries to shoo him away and then Walker looks back at coach Koch kind of points at him like hey no he told me this is what to do and then like Mano again like literally is like away away <laughs> and then uh walker kind of throws his hands up like whatever and then so uh Manor just at the corner kick which was good nothing came of it but you know it was a good kick a couple minutes later uh me and nick notice man is by the bench and uh kind of an, an annoyed coach koch is talking to him and he's clearly telling him hey i told he's pointing to the corner and he's like i told walker to tell you like it was my it was my call and Manu just acts like he's so baffled by this, like he doesn't know that. But obviously we already know that he knows that. <laughs> but he's pretending he... Uh, uh, what? <laughs> I had no idea. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's what I love about Ledesma. He's kind of a prick in the best
2: <laughs> way. Did, <laughs> and, uh, did he get, get down on one knee and point to the top of his shoe? Fuck. <laughs> oh, like, no. uh, but Nick, you were there watching with
1: me. Uh, what do you most love about man's ridiculousness? Go ahead. <laughs>
0: No, he's uh he's interesting to watch, he's entertaining. It's just he's like definitely got that above and beyond his skill. He's got that performer type mentality and it's great. I love it. You
1: know, if him and G B were on the same team, like how would that <laughs> situation <laughs> he's uh man is rolling down the pitch, GB's fake vomiting and uh <laughs> we'd just be loving it all. Yeah, my final thought on the game. Jared Stroud is a bitch. Pitch. I don't know if you saw him get into it with Blake Smith. Uh, Let's just talk about it in the next section, which is this week's For me, it's a tie between Welshman's throwdown and Blake Smith's um, moment. Nick, do you want to talk about, since you spoiled it earlier, Jesus, the Blake Smith shove heard round the world?
0: Yeah, it was, um, I think you put a clip of it up on Twitter. Blake Smith pushing this guy in his shoulders and the guy falls down before he has a chance to hit the ground. He's, like, grabbing his face like he just got elbowed right in his nose or something. It's comical. Yeah, and then he's getting up,
1: and the best part for me is, like, one of his teammates is coming up and, like, inspecting his eye. Like, oh, no, man. I think it's going to be okay. It looks okay. (laughs) And then the guy looks at the ref. He's like, how long do I – once he realizes he's not getting the red card, he's like, how long do I have to act like my fucking eye hurts? And I got shoved in the shoulder. Uh, Zach, what's your deckle smash of the week?
2: i don't have one <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> i can't really think of one
1: it's gonna be okay uh i'm gonna give it to that hilarious blake smith push uh, we'll see if the usl comes out with some bogus ruling on that i wouldn't be surprised by anything but um for this week the fcc
0: man! of
1: the week uh i've got my obvious pick nick do you uh want to throw a wrench into the fcc man of the week like you like to do
0: um yeah i uh i i want to say ledesma i mean um obviously lasso is the obvious choice i think um but uh i uh i want to say ledesma just because you know he's he's kind of been like behind the scenes on almost all these goals i mean has he assisted all four of these goals these pass goals
2: no one of those that uh, was walker lasso's first goal was a kenny walker free kick right god (laughs) give walker some credit you've been so hard on kenny jeez man. <laughs> All right, whatever Nick mine is Forrest lasso. um <laughs> two goals one clean sheet and then like even last night after the goal he made some fucking badass tackles in that second half. there was one was clean as hell and the dude went down holding his leg for about two minutes.
1: A man three deaf t h r e e d f on Twitter made a video of that one showing that uh one of his legs got touched after he got the ball and then the guy rolls around holding the opposite leg. These guys just can't figure out where they're hurt. Uh, I'm going to say Lasso, too, so go to hell, Nick. Not this week, Manu. You get every other award. So, Force Lasso, come pick up your $50 gift card to James the Jeweler. You'd be surprised how much 50 could get you there, because it's a shithole. Um, <laughs> for this week, we're bringing back the old favorite. Oh, Nick, you still there? Just want to make sure you're still there.
0: Yeah, still here. i still uh, giving it to Ledesma. <laughs> cool. Uh, you've
1: been outvoted, though. Um <laughs> Yeah, this week, our uh, everyone's favorite segment, FCC players, they're, they're just like, like us. Um, the most momentous, they're just like us. It might've even happened before our last podcast. I can't remember, but we didn't have this segment last time. Zach, you noticed our friend Nazmi al up to his usual hijinks. You wanna talk about that?
2: Yeah, he uh, won the Harry Potter trivia. You know, good for you. I talked about it the other day, I went to Target. They had a whole Harry Potter setup. I was there with Megan, I was like, oh, you know who just won Harry Potter trivia? And then uh, Nick shows up at the game last night. Before he's even sat down, he's telling me about Nas winning Harry Potter trivia. It's the talk so, of the town. <laughs> it really was. I don't know why a bunch of fucking losers we are, but yeah, really exciting.
1: Nick, could you even believe that Nasmi won uh, Harry Potter trivia?
0: No, that didn't surprise me. But what just surprise me <laughs> is he went all the way out and did like the lightning bolt right by his eye, like with a marker. So, dude, is hardcore. Man. I was gonna say dude Zach.
1: Is- Zach, you buried the lead. He showed up in costume for trivia, and he appeared to be the <laughs> <Sorry>. only one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he knows his stuff. But speaking of trivia, Evan Newton getting his zoo on. That's a trivia fact for you folks, because it's true. Uh, I didn't. Re- I thought he was just there for fun, but little did I know he was being a corporate slave and filming promos at the zoo. But he looked like he was having a good old time hanging out with some birds. Seeing Fiona, Zach. What do you think about Evan Newton at the zoo?
2: I don't want to go off on a tangent, but you know, <laughs> I think we've done this before. <laughs> I'm not a big zoo guy. I'm you know, I'm an anti-zoo guy. Um, so there you go. Have fun at the fucking zoo, Evan Newton. You know who's not <laughs> having fun? All the animals. But
1: oh but you're not talking about all the extreme conservation they do. Nick, talk to me about the zoo. You're the tiebreaker. Zoo yeah. or no zoo? <laughs> Tell
2: me which one of. Uh, these animals signed up to be a martyr for <laughs> the rest of their species. I don't think any of them did, but go on, Nick, what do you have to say?
0: You guys put me in a really uncomfortable position here, and uh, I don't really know how to answer this, because I, I feel like, and I know that Zach's not going to like my answer. Uh, no, I, uh, oh, wait, wait, we're talking about Evan Newton, or, do you, or are we going to talk about like the ethics of a zoo, <laughs>
1: I think you're pro Evan Newton. We can solidly say that. What Are you zoo? I'm pretty sure your wife has a zoo pass, but, you know, be your own man. What's your call, Nick? What's your call?
0: Keep leaking the personal information. <laughs> I mean, wow. vegan, vegans oh. with a zoo pass. Social security number
1: start? 365. Just, just remember,
0: Jenna, just remember I can burn you. I could even Ray burn you. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, anyone who's received a Navy Lion Radio scarf already knows my address. Just kidding. <laughs> that's my business address. Don't bother showing up. It's an empty warehouse. Nick, zoo, yes or no? And you
2: you
0: got to get this out of me, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, we got zoo passes. I think, uh, I think uh, all Evan Newton aside, fuck him for a second. The zoo is a good place for kids to be up front and we have exposure to animals and they learn about them and hopefully that will help breed a little bit of empathy towards animals however however unfortunate conditions and it normalizes so, uh,
2: captivity so <laughs> so all the kids think like oh this is fine
0: did you guys notice how far above everybody we are on the uh, usl leaderboard <laughs> points it's a um, zoo up there i'm looking at jonah's next one
2: and it's welsh welshman posting his murder on instagram (laughs) which was really funny i think he posted that before the sentence was handed down but what a fucking badass (laughs) thing to do i mean i wish he would have tagged that prick in it
1: yeah i mean it's one of those things where you have no fear of retaliation from tiny usl modric or uh yeah Frankie Hayduck. Nick, did you see Welshman's Instagram post where he's towering over that tiny man with the, what did the caption say, Zach? I sent it to the group. Hold on. But Nick, what were your thoughts? Do you think that added to Welshman's suspension, the fact he was gloating about the punishment he doled out during the game?
0: I don't know. I mean, did that come out right, right away? I don't know. Maybe. Let's just go with, it. <laughs> the quote, just go with maybe. I the the quote know.
2: above it is, yo fam, are you dumb? <laughs> Exclamation point, question mark.
0: So, he, he I, I do
1: remember seeing that, so he, he made that? Yes, well, I don't know if he either made it or he posted it on his Instagram. I think
0: it was
2: the picture is watermarked Orange and Blue Press, so I don't know if they made the quote, but he posted the whole thing. They so, don't
1: seem very meme-ish. Yeah, I've never seen an Orange and Blue Press So, I think Me. he took
2: the photo from them, but uh, either way, he posted it. And it yeah, fucking...
1: and it was definitely before his sentence came down, <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs> It couldn't That's have awesome. helped, you know. The USL—I <laughs> wouldn't. It would surprise me that they were vengeful when they saw that. They're like, "Oh yeah,
2: Coach Koch is probably like talking to the disciplinary committee. Like hes, he's, re- <laughs> re- he's really sorry, you know. He didn't mean." to, And then like, he's "Yo, like, fam, ah, Emery, <laughs> are you dumb?"
0: All right, let's get the committee back together. We got some new evidence. <laughs> then
1: his next post said, "Yo, next time I see you, I'm gonna slit your throat, little Matridge." <laughs> That could have been the icing on the cake, but free Welshman hashtag free Welshman. Oh, this is a huge story in the FCC world. LaHood has another sponsor. Folks, it's Sprint. He's a Sprint guy. I'm a Sprint Sprint guy, so um, I'm feeling that hardcore. Nick, are you a Sprint guy? (laughs) Verizon. Oh, you're not getting a Christmas card from Michael LaHood. Uh, But one thing's for sure, if you follow Michael LaHood on Instagram, I mean, this guy's a big-time sponsorship guy. He's getting every fucking drop out of this shit that he can.
2: Props! Zach, what do you think about Mr. Sponsorship? Michael Lahood Yeah, fucking... Get it, man. Uh, I did feel bad. He had a signing at the Sprint store, and I believe was that the one that was during the World Cup final. <laughs> did yes. We already talked about that. <laughs> that, was, oh, that was poor planning, and I couldn't tell if he was like having a laugh, like, "Oh, the crowd's filling in here, and it's an empty room." Maybe they did come later, but that's not all the picture he posted. Yeah,
1: you say that's the price you pay for getting your Sprint sponsorship, but if no one's there, it's basically like you're just a Sprint employee. <laughs> you just got a regular nine to five job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but Nick, what's it like to be on the dark side Verizon
0: Well I was going back and forth between them and cricket and um I decided that I actually needed to have service so no I, I don't know it's it's just it's up there with like what I feel about zoos it's like one of those I don't really want to care to talk about it.
1: <laughs> okay that's cool. uh Forrest lasso has some new merchandise out. Um, I'm not gonna say anything bad about it because he's donating a lot of the money to charity, but it exists, and uh, if you found the hidden cross Congratulations, because it's in there
2: <laughs> Yeah, it reminded me a little of that Juventus logo, but mm. like upside down.
1: Oh, is he foreshadowing the new rebrand? Sources say no. I read this on Twitter. Oh, this is a great story. Deckel's parents were in town for his first FCC goal Wednesday and he said, "I might try to keep him here."
2: <laughs> Deckle,
1: let me guess, Amberley Okay.
2: What? Say something, Nick. Go back to Lasalle, Nick. <laughs> have a uh, Nick. Have you been to Kinneret Cafe?
0: No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Uh, it's like
2: it's an Israeli place. I forget what fucking street it's in. Anyway, for all you animal lovers out there, <clears throat> even those animal lovers who go to the zoo, Kinaret Cafe, it's baller, man. I okay, no, was I not know you are gonna <laughs> drop the hammer on or something. No, no it's, it's they a torture fucking, animals out there. No, they got. Hey, vegan. Is that the one? Is that the one on Plainfield Road? Maybe they got like vegan shawarma. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I pass that
0: place every day. I think it's a, a, a right on Plainfield Road.
2: I hadn't been there. I've only been there three times. I hadn't been there in almost two years, and I went in, and uh, they're like you've Been here before because I think <laughs> maybe one of the only males who've ever been in there without who wasn't like orthodox. Um, anyway, check it out, Nick. And should uh, we tweet it? Deckel, he
1: might not know the hot spots for Israeli food in the city, you know, could be yeah, done him a favor. I'll say this I mean, he's they probably got the internet, but
2: they win like best falafel in the city all the time, and that it is not their falafel is garbage, but everything else is good.
1: Yeah, and a quick update, because people keep asking me, uh, Grace of India, wherever the hell I live, is cr- climbing up my ranks. It's nipping on Swad's heels, so Swad, get it together. Your Vindaloo's getting a little chunky for my taste,
2: so <laughs> you might want to pull back. Otherwise, you're going to lose the crown. While we're ranking best falafel in the city, I'll tell you, <laughs> um, Baba's, and um, there's a Baba India? Ignore that. Baba's shawarma and whatever... Mediterranean Grill on Harrison Avenue in Chevy it has the best falafel balls, best falafel sandwich, Alibaba's on Red Bank. Nick, agree or disagree? <laughs> <Nick> doesn't <know.
0: laughs> Whoa. Wait a second. No, he's right. I have no fucking clue.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's it for They're Just Like Us. Man, things are happening. Anyways, if you have a tip that you think somehow we haven't noticed in the social media sphere for They're Just Like Us. Drop us a line. You know where to find us, at Knifey Lion Radio. For uh, the rest of the nonsense, we'll wrap it up pretty quick. It's this week's very important edition of... Fauxpourri. MLS prices came out, folks. People were scared, but they released the prices for this next year. It looks pretty similar to the U.S. Open Cup games. And actually, the Bailey will be cheaper than the U.S. Open Cup games. Zach, prices low enough. You're going to keep your
2: spot? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to move up. Um, Joan was in the bougie seats i'm a section over
1: 122 uh,
2: and 124 two sections over sorry um i think mine i'm with nick we went up 150 bucks which at first like fuck man 150 bucks more but price per game it's fucking
1: it's good nick your thoughts and are you keeping your season tickets
0: yes i think uh, exactly not to totally mirror what zach said but yeah i'm totally okay with that price especially what Zach pointed out to me last night, you look around the league and you compare it to everyone else, we're, like, getting a very, very good deal. So, yeah, I think it's good, and, uh, yeah, I'm keeping my seats probably in that section, unless, no, no, I'm going to keep my seats in that section, probably.
1: (laughs) You know, I was kind of seeking out complainers so I could talk shit. There weren't a lot of them. There was one guy on Facebook who was really upset about the Bailey price, like, going up, I don't know, 40%, which sounds like a lot, but it's going to be either the cheapest or the second... Or third cheapest in all of MLS, and um, so really, there's not much to complain about. I think this is—if anyone expected cheaper than this, then they were a fool to begin with.
2: Yeah, I mean, no one wants to pay more, but you were always going to. So this is pretty good. I mean, if you go on go on the MLS Reddit and they posted our seating prices, whatever. Sorry every poster from another team is on there like jesus this is really really fucking good so it kind of gives you a sense even though your price might be going up fucking 180 bucks or something it's all relative and it was always going to go up and just look at the price per game like i know the lump sum because i think they are doing payment plans
1: too yeah i think it's a 10 month payment plan so you don't have to pay it all at once so if you're someone who can't just drop a uh You know, a grand for your couple tickets at one time. You can pay monthly.
2: Now, I am still nervous in the new stadium, what that's going to look like, but I'm sure I'll pay it.
1: I have to move there. There was one guy on uh, Bailey Reddit Facebook Armageddon, who said, uh, was like, stop saying how happy you are and surprised that the price is so low. They're gonna read this and they're gonna adjust the prices. I was like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not breaking news that we're happy that the prices are low. But he's like, hey, 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 keep it a secret that we like this. I was <laughs> like, dude, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, I learned something very Jeff
2: Burning, I'll pay you a little
1: more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> stop it. Uh, <laughs> Someone, I will not name them, but uh, a seatmate of mine is someone who used to work with Thad. That's right, folks. We know someone who knows Thad in real life. Uh, They stumbled upon our Thad tweets and they were kind of uh, sad that they thought it was so funny, but they couldn't deny the truth. And uh, they said it made sense. You know, Thad takes himself pretty seriously. And uh, if you didn't know that already from reading his ridiculous nonsense, well, now you know Thad takes himself seriously. And we like to take <clears throat> the stink out of Thad with two Ds. Zach, do you have any Thad thoughts before I move on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like to call him thaddy And, uh, you know, I don't <laughs> trust thaddy's opinion because he gave a glowing review to that Taco Bell cantina in downtown. <clears throat> I read his whole fucking stupid ass blog about it. I went down there. That place is fucking filth.
1: <laughs> Nick, you had some strong thoughts about Thad. Some of them I seemed... Go with... Oh, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Good you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I go with Thadius. Yes. That's my personal <laughs> pet name for him. He's very regal. And uh, I still, even to this day, I can't get over that Someone honestly thought you were really going for something with that Sprinkles video. Like... To me, I, I I thought he was kidding at first, but then it became apparent that no, he he was he was dead serious, and uh, boy, boy is that sad.
2: I mean, we've all known that ever since <laughs> uh, Jonah put out that uh, the hype video for the Red Bulls game yes. and the Open Cup last year, which was hilarious. Had actual bulls. It had uh, an, Mitch, a, an apple getting skinned. <laughs> an apple getting skinned. It had Mitch saving a shot from Thierry Henry, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" And, like no one. <laughs> Liked it.
1: <laughs> I got um, thumbs down into Oblivion. I think if I release that now, now that we've whetted the beak, I think it would... Yeah, now uh, that
2: people like like you, but <laughs> no one... <laughs> that was me, fuckers. Yeah, no <laughs> one saw the humor in that, and that like really upset me.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, it was Thad and his 40 Phantom accounts yeah. downvoting it back then. Apparently Thad's a graphic designer. It's interesting that he has absolutely no creativity. Moving right along, the friendly game that none of us are excited about. Word is leaking, there will be a player announcement. I have, on good authority, who it might be. I shan't say, though, but um, it could be exciting. Is it enough to get me to go? Put that at about a 10%. Zach, how about you?
2: I think I'm going to go.
1: Whoa. (laughs) Nick, I know you're not. I'm not. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm not going <laughs> by myself.
1: Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what that's all about. Something to, I'm going to say, wet our beak again. I guess that's my expression of the game.
0: No, I I, I feel bad. I do want to say, like, I feel, I, I'm not trying to be, like, intentionally defiant or something. Like, that's really cool. We're playing a team that's in La Liga. And yeah, I mean, it'd be a great game to watch, I'm sure. But it's just a matter of kind of like what you guys already talked about with so many home games and just there's like a matter of is it really plausible to continuously make every game and stuff with, you know, writing like blogs about Taco Bell Cantina or whatever. You know, if people got shit going on, you know, so.
1: <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. I was like <laughs> <laughs> this week, you know, there wasn't a Koch watch. We haven't had much to say. I believe Koch was voted midseason coach of the year in spite of all we've done to drag him down. Zach, do you have any apologies for <laughs> Coach Koch midseason coach of the year?
2: you know it's funny i re-listened to the last podcast after we had some drama about it and then was thinking how i think uh yeah i was feeling really guilty one (laughs) you know i really i just really like Cicerone, so i didn't mean to shit on jimmy and i was thinking about like how much fun it's been to watch jimmy play for the last three years so if he were to listen and think we're like shitting on him like that would make me feel like a dick and Koch too like you know i'm like joking Cause we're doing so well, and I, I just, <laughs> we've said it before: is like, oh, you can't do anything to please us. Oh, Pat Brennan can't be nice to someone without getting shit on. Like, coach, like we go fucking, we go undefeated, and we'd still be like, I don't know, man, it's just not pretty enough. That's kind of a joke. So yeah, I do feel a little bad. He should be coach of the year. It happens with every successful team. There's no, uh, you know,
1: even the Warriors or something. Their fans will find something to complain about. Yeah, but it's all- easier to complain than to just be like, oh, this is great. This yeah. is great. This is yeah. great.
2: But when I see that from other people, or like, fuck sports radio people are just negative all the time like Bengals fans especially being a Bengals fan just seems to be like to be angry all the time things like that I'm not that I just come across that way on here especially with like pat brennan that's really just like a joke that's in my head it's like ah oh, man this guy did one thing he didn't like jonah's fake <laughs> cincinnati.com page so like now i'm gonna rag on him for the rest of his life like he's he's innocent yeah <laughs> i mean fine. i'm not
1: a fan of his twitter presence that yeah, is true i'm not but, either uh, but I you know did his vibe but uh
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter though it doesn't you know. affect me and Koch, yeah i mean he's he's coach of the year so far he's got to be so whatever, I just think Russell should get more minutes. Um, so if I was going to vote for Coach of the Year, the only thing that would take away from Koch is Russell Cicerone. <laughs> Basically, I was at work the other day feeling guilty <laughs> about anything me and I've said <laughs> over the last twenty episodes. You know, people take
1: everything we say with a grain of salt. Nick, you have any apologies for Coach Koch? You've been the hardest on him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, the, the guy has been tasked with you know winning the USL, and uh, he's well on course to do that right now granted you know as everyone's pointed out he's been given you know a lot of resources to do this but he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing i don't know how you can fault anybody you know for for that and you know being nine points clear of the second place team in the standings i mean so far like you what was the stat you brought up earlier like we already were already at 44 points and it basically took us all season last year to do that so yeah i mean The guy's doing what he's supposed to be doing. You can't you can't fault him. And uh, yeah, he's he's got my vote for sure.
1: Also, we would never objectify Lindsay Patterson. Okay, all
0: right. I just want to say that.
1: Um, (laughs) No, I don't want to go in. Yeah, Zach, do you have any strong and I mean it final final thoughts this week?
2: Yeah, I will say I almost put him for the man of the week again. Uh, Corbin Bone, solid. All week, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Without a doubt, he's got to come up.
1: Join the party. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of players who we're not talking about much, and that's because, you know, our game analysis probably gets smaller and smaller every week, because I don't know if that's what people really need or want from us. You tell us. You tell us what you need or want. But uh, that doesn't mean that we're not noticing when guys are having great games or being solid. It's just, you know, what do you want to hear from us? There's other people who can tell you more about that. But, Nick, what are your final, final thoughts? Final thoughts on this week that was.
0: I'm gonna have to go with Lasso for the for the man of the week. I, I feel bad. I should I should've said Ledesma.
1: He's already getting the gift card, so. Yeah. I
0: I really do feel bad. I mean, like he's really shy in this week. So yeah, if uh, if the listeners haven't turned it off after I said Ledesma, if you're still listening, I hope yeah, Ledesma
1: turned it off because he will hold that against you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'll go with uh, Lasso, and I also want to point out that. There was a shot twelve seconds into the game last night on Richie that just went wide. Zach, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Apparently, somebody interviewed him and uh, they said, "You know, what was going through your head twelve seconds in? You got that shot coming past you or coming coming at you, or whatever." And he uh, he said, "I'm glad it went wide. That would have been really, really shitty." <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just thought that <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So I'm gonna let that be my fucking final thought
2: you know
1: evan newton wouldn't have said that
0: <laughs> so you guys uh, put one in the box did you
2: have delbridge flashbacks when forrest lasso made that galloping run with the ball um he's more like a clydesdale though <laughs> i know but i thought Delbridge was, was like a stallion he got fouled but i was like oh, he's gonna let it rip and it's gonna be this fucking weird deja vu <laughs>
1: uh i'm sure uh, delbridge was using some adobe after effects to put his face on lasso's <laughs> head watching these games <laughs> having some regrets over there in australia he's up there at like five in the morning watching these games like oh god oh that looks like fun oh, look at that crowd look at that service Ledesma. oh my god uh but hey you know maybe next year buddy Come on home. So all in all, great stuff. Keep winning. So next week is the friendly. That means basically a bye week. Probably won't be a podcast, but I'm trying to edit together. I keep starting and then stopping because uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm going to put all of our musical moments into one episode. So if you're looking for a chant or one of the songs, they'll always be there for you. And you don't go have to go digging through all of the episodes, even though it'd be worth it because they're all great. So hopefully I'll have that done when we have all the musical moments together in one episode for you to find. It's only been 22, but wow, there's been some magic. My final thoughts, I wrote mine down because it's too important. Let's continue brutalizing this godforsaken league. Let's enjoy that we are literally first place forever. USL never. Weather could have been better. I'd wave, but my limbs are severed.
0: Rise together, rise together.